0: the Point of Impact Podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to the Point of Impact Podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us again today. And today I want to talk about one of my favorite subjects, which is success, how to have success. And I've done a number of episodes more on this theme than than anything else on this podcast. And, and that's Intentional. It's on purpose because I believe uh, so much in helping people to be successful. I believe that's why God put me on this earth to be a, a someone who motivates, inspires, encourages people. And every chance that I get, I want to be able to do that. And that, of course, is expressed in many different ways, both in the communication style, writing, speaking, but also in the subject matter. But there is no subject matter that I'd rather talk about than how it is that you can be successful. So we're going to talk about habits, 10 habits to be successful. And and I've t- again, some of these things I've talked about before, but others I haven't, and I've never packaged them quite this way. And I think they'll be really helpful to you. Before we jump in to that, I always like to just tell you a little bit at the beginning of the program, what is going on what other things are out there, resources that you could take advantage of, what else you might be able to uh, consume that will help you and, and bless you. And so a couple of things, one is the new YouVersion plan, the biggest Bible app in the world, Version, 560 million subscribers, and they uh, put out these reading plans. And I've done five of them before. This is my sixth one, it's called Spiritual. And so if you want to be spiritual, or you consider yourself spiritual? Maybe you want to understand that better, uh, or you believe in uh, the Holy Spirit's work in a person's life, but you'd like to know how can you be more spirit led or spirit directed or walk in the Spirit, whatever it is. That's what this plan is all about. Spiritual five days, so it's just a simple five day, you know, Monday through Friday kind of thing that you can start on a Monday and. And end on a Friday and start any day you want, but that's 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 the idea. So you can get that uh, by going to uh, the Bible app and searching my name or spiritual. Either one will get you right there, and I would encourage you to, to take advantage of that. You can also listen to it, by the way. If you don't want to read it, you could listen to it. That's another option for you. Another thing is just a coaching group that I've started. Uh, obviously, it, it's only at this point it, we may do something virtual in the future. But right now, it's in Richmond, Virginia. So I realize I have a lot of listeners all over the world. Uh, but if you happen to be a Richmond person or Central Virginia, either it's just once a month. So you could make a drive even from Northern Virginia for once a month. Uh I would encourage you to uh, contact us. Just go to the rickmcdaniel.com website and fill out the contact form. Say I'm interested in knowing more about the coaching group. It's for business owners, for executives, those that have leadership roles and, and really need encouragement and help it's a executive coach leadership coach kind of thing but obviously it also because it's me is going to have a spiritual element to it uh, a, a Christian perspective on how you can uh, lead and do it in a way that will honor God and and will bless people so if that's something you might be interested in then definitely contact us because we'd love to share more about the group and 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 what it, what it is involved in being a part of it it's really we have just phenomenal content we've had two meetings so far. They've been absolutely great. The last meeting, two of the guys in the group really helped each other because of some life experiences. That was so cool to watch that happen. I got to answer a a question. This guy was asking, you know, he's going to start reading the Bible for the first time. What book of the Bible should he start with first? That led into a fascinating discussion about different books in the Bible and where you might want to start And so uh, I I just uh, love that. Plus, uh, we just talked about all we talked about decision making Uh, this next uh, group meeting. We're going to do people analyzer. How do you analyze people? Make sure you got the right people in your business organization, company, and you got them in the right places. And what can you do if you don't? So very helpful on a personal, spiritual and professional basis. So. That's something you're interested in. We've got a few spaces. This filling up, and that once it's filled up, then that's going to be it. Uh, so there aren't that many spots, but you could still get in, and uh, encourage you to do that. All right. So ten habits. What are just habits? You know, we, many times we talk about habits. It's a negative. It's pejorative. You know, bad habits. But of course, we know there's good habits. Famous, famous book by Stephen Covey, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, which is a classic book. I would highly encourage you to read it. It's fantastic material. To, I was just talking with someone the other day and they were talking about begin with the end in mind. That's one of the seven habits, begin with the end in mind. By the way, another one is sharpen the saw, which is exactly what the coaching group is. The coaching group is a sharpen the saw Uh, experience so it's uh, that's how you practice the seven habits is you look for ways to to do each of those habits and make them a part of your life and so habits can be good and these are habits that I think are really good and need to be a part of your life if you're going to be successful and the first one is being positive having an optimistic attitude is essential if you want to be successful Hands down, bottom line, no doubt about it. Pessimistic thoughts lead to negative emotions and self-doubt. And that limits your potential for success. Whenever you are negative, you essentially take a step back and 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 instead of forward. And if you want to take a step forward, you reframe the situation in a more positive way. So that's really what it comes down to is you've got to... Uh, be a positive person. Now, this is obviously a subject that takes up a lot of my space, right? I mean, this is, I'm I'm the guy that constantly talks about uh, positive, optimistic, belief, faith-filled, all those things. That is uh, who I am. So I have to be careful or this whole episode will turn into nothing but that. But what I can just say to you, just, you know, hands down, having worked with people for many years and being involved in many different situations is that uh, it is a a positive attitude that is going to take you where you want to go in in a much uh, quicker way, in a much more positive, uplifting, successful way than anything that you could ever do with negativity. Positive people are the kind of people that choose uh, faith over fear. They're the kind of people that simply believe in in a positive future. They have that kind of mindset and it just makes all the difference. I mean, all the difference in the world when you have that kind of mindset. It's energizing, it's encouraging and It it attracts and there's just no doubt about it. It is an attraction quality for sure. So when you can fuel up with optimism and you can believe for the impossible, then you're on your way. There's there's no there's no doubt about it. So having a positive outlook and a positive attitude, a positive mindset, whatever, however you want to call it, that's crucial to success no doubt about it. What else? Well, and this is this is one that's really important and and that is being proactive. In other words, when you're procrastinating, you're delaying, you're postponing tasks that, you know, need to get done. And maybe it's because of laziness, maybe it's because of hesitancy, insecurity, but it just delays your success. It delays your goals and you end up you know feeling bad about it afterwards. You know, you can say, well, I'm just working at things you know on my own pace, but that's not really true. It's The fact of the matter is is that you have to be proactive. you have to be intentional. You have to uh, set deadlines. That's You've got to work. You've got to work on those goals and you've got to set aside time and say, this is when I'm going to get these things done. You've got to look at your life and say, I'm, I'm going to have a proactive stance about, about it. I'm going to look at my situation and say, how can I be intentional today? What can I do proactively To move me in the direction of where I want to go with my life, fulfilling the dream that I have or the dreams that I have for my life. These these are the steps that you absolutely positively have to take. And if you're procrastinating or putting it off for whatever reason, it's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. Procrastinators are simply not successful people, proactive people, intentional people are so you've got to come to the place and i've i've spoken on this before you know i've done episodes where i talk about procrastination because it's it's a big problem so you can go back and listen to one of those episodes and be able to say okay this is yeah this might be my problem all right here's the third habit you have to live in the present here's what here's what can take place we can get caught up in our past failures or successes which stop us from focusing on what's important in the present. When we dwell on our past mistakes, that can lead us to depression, depressive moods, anxiety. If we dwell on our past successes, that can make us complacent and unambitious. So both ends of the spectrum aren't where you want to be. To be successful, you have to let go of the past, positive and negative. You have to just say, look, that didn't work and, you know, I learned from it. That's how you have to look at failures. They were learning opportunities. You fail your way right into success. So you just look at that and you say, I learned, you know, I learned from that and and. And I'm going to look at it from the standpoint that was a good lesson. I'm not going to be tethered to that. I'm certainly not going to allow it to to make me have a depressive mood or outlook. I'm I'm certainly not going to allow it to chip away at my self-esteem, my self-confidence, because those things happened in the past. By the way, of course, you can do absolutely nothing about changing the past because the past is the past. So. You have to stay in this gift that's called the present. That's where you stay and that's where you need to be. Now, on the other side, you have to be careful about the successes because they can make you complacent. They can also fool you into thinking that everything you touch is going to turn the gold. I've had a lot of successes in my life, but I certainly have had failures too. And I'm going to tell you what, no one skates through you know, success, 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 all success. It just does not work that way. That's not reality. And if you think that just because you've had success, you'll have more, that can be a dangerous, dangerous way to think. And it can lead you to complacency. It can lead you to overconfidence and it can lead you to become unambitious, which the ambition was what got you the success in the first place and if you lose your ambition I mean that is not a good place for you to be so when you think about it you think boy I I do not want to be there I do not want to be in a situation where I'm allowing myself to think that you know just my past successes so live in the present with your goals and your dreams as you move forward into the future and leave the past successes and failures behind. All right, another thing I've talked about before, but you know, you can never talk about it enough, and people are always there's always new people listening, and that is the gratitude, practicing gratitude. Do you do you find yourself you know complaining or blaming other people for your problems? I, I had a really tough day yesterday. Some people kind of let me down in things that they were supposed to do. And some other things happened that just were really disappointing to me. And yet, because I got to practice what I preach, I still was looking this morning for things that I could thank God for that. Even in the bad day, you know, there's never it's never all bad. And guess what? I found them. I found them. Sometimes the Holy Spirit has to kind of remind us of things or pop some things into our minds. But, uh, I could tell you a number of things. I mean, it was one of my uh, worst days I've had in a while, but yet even there, there's things to be positive about. When you have this kind of, of complaining mentality, it just prevents you from, from achieving your goals. Don't point the finger. Take responsibility for your stuff and then you just learn to accept that stuff happens, that there are problems, that life is filled with frustrating moments. It's part of the process on the way to succeeding. I mean, that's just that's just the fact. And so you have to find things to be grateful for and thankful for. And not find yourself in a situation where you're you're blaming other people, or you're just getting all uh, <clears throat> uh, into a complaining kind of mode or, or kind of stance. In in there's a funny word in the Bible in the Old Testament, "murmur." It says the people were murmuring, and when I was raising my kids. If they started complaining and stuff, I would just literally do this. I would go murmur 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 murmur, just like that. And, you know... It started out kind of like bugging them, irritating them, but we came to a point where it just became something to laugh about. And I even did it even with my staff through the years, you know, if I thought things were turning in an overly critical nature, you know, just murmur, 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 we, we can murmur, which is to say we can just, you know, kind of sit there and, and, and complain or, or, you know, we can say, okay, we got a difficult situation. Let's look for the silver lining. Let's take control of it. Let's adapt and find a solution and not dwell on the problem. And have gratefulness for the silver linings and the good things that are happening and have a kind of attitude that says we're going to figure out a way to, to make this happen. All right, here's another habit. Being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Staying here in your comfort zone is comfortable, but it doesn't get you too far. To be successful, you're going to have to challenge yourself. You're going to have to take risks. That is absolutely the truth. Stepping out of your comfort zone and exploring new opportunities. Yes. That's it. You step out of your comfort zone. You explore new opportunities. I made a big change in my life a couple of years ago after leading, founding, leading a church for 27 years. That was a step out of the comfort zone. Could have stayed there. It would have been very easy, very comfortable, no doubt about it. But then I wouldn't have opportunities that I've had. And that doesn't mean everything's gone swimmingly well or exactly like I wanted it to. But at the end of the day. I'll tell you what, got one book published, got another book about to be done, have had some really cool opportunities to do some things with the pray app and with the Bible app, looking at some, have had some media opportunities, looking at some, some more of them, things that, you know, would not have happened if I, I, I stayed where I was, this just didn't, you know, just don't have enough time to do everything, so you just embrace it. You know, you don't run away from it. It could mean taking on a bigger project. It could mean attending a conference or seminar. It could mean learning a new skill. It could even mean starting a, a new business or even changing careers, you know. And again, I, I, the last two are both part of kind of what I've I've done here the last two years where really went into the high impact living, uh, leadership full time, and change, didn't change careers per se, but stopped doing what I was doing, took those skills and doing it in a slightly different way now. And again, it's not all, you know, it's not all comfortable, but at the same time that it's not all comfortable, it's positively uh, been uh, a blessing and I I wouldn't want to change any of it in a million years, I wouldn't want to do that. That would not, that would not at all be what what I would want to do. So you have to be able to, to see things from both those perspectives. All right, let's, let's talk about something else that I think is really important. And that is uh, being around the right people, the habit of surrounding yourself with the right people. Um, I'm very, uh, those, those who know me, I'm very famous for quoting this scripture in the Bible Uh, that says bad company corrupts good character. And I just absolutely believe that with all my heart. I am absolutely certain that that is true. And so you've got to surround yourself with the the right kind of people. Otherwise, they they will corrupt you. Now, you know, I would love uh, to say that, you know, the Bible says good company positively impacts bad people, but that's not what it says. Bad company corrupts good character. That that's what, for, by the way, that's 1 Corinthians 1533, just in case you want to, by the way, other versions of the Bible say things like contemporary English version says bad friends will destroy you. Don't be fooled. Bad friends will destroy you. Don't be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. So you've got to be around the right kind of people. You become like the people you surround yourself with. So you hang around negative people, you're going to be negative. You're going to take on that mindset and attitude. So, you know, weed out the bad influences and focus on the good ones. And how, how do you know? You know, how can how can you tell? Well, you know, just pay attention to how you feel when you're around them. Do they drain you? Do you feel uplifted or drained? Do, do you feel that negativity and the, and, and, and the can't do or do you feel the positivity and the can do? Which is it? And that'll tell you if you're around the right people or the wrong people. Get around people that want to be successful. Don't get around people and make excuses for they're not successful. Get around people that actually want to be successful. All right, another habit is goal setting. You've gotta set goals. If you don't have a specific goals, then it's easy to get sidetracked. By the way, it's easy to procrastinate as well. So you have to have clear goals. Cause that's what will keep you focused and motivated. Take the time to figure out what is it that you want to achieve, you know, and here's the thing, you got to write it down. It's amazing how many people never write down their goals. And yet just the studies show that just the, the act of writing a goal down, this is amazing, increases the possibility that you actually achieve it. So Write those goals down. They are absolutely crucially important. And then break it down into smaller achievable steps. You know, this is how I'm going to get there. And then a timeline for how it's going to happen. An ability to track your progress. This is all part of it. I mean, this is all part of exactly how it happens. But you've got to have the goals. You have no successful person is without goals. It's the goals. It's the goals that, that keep them on track. It's the goals that help them to know if they are, in fact, even being successful. How do you know? How do you know? What's your definition of success? It should be different. Every, you know, there's basic principles, that, which is essentially fulfilling, you know, your talent, your abilities. I mean, that's what it means to be a success is taking your uh, abilities and, and, and doing something with them. But beyond that basic definition, it's the goals that will tell you that you are actually being successful. Okay, here's another one. And man, this is absolutely huge. And and it has to do with refusing to quit. Refusing to quit. Don't give up too easily. To be successful, you have to be committed. You have to be dedicated Sometimes it can feel overwhelming, all the things that have to be done. It's natural to experience setbacks. That's why I wrote an entire book, Turn Your Setbacks into Comebacks, because you can't have a comeback unless you first had a setback. So setbacks happen. They do. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Setbacks happen. So you just understand that. The answer is not to give up too easily because that's what prevents you from achieving your goals. So you don't throw in the towel, you focus on the small wins that keep you motivated. You celebrate the successes. And let me just give you a marvelous piece of advice that one of my mentors gave me. And he said, Rick, you've just got to, you know, you got to pause and just celebrate the successes because I was the kind of guy that, you know, would achieve something and then immediately move on to the next thing. You know, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? The next thing? And I wasn't properly pausing to celebrate and enjoy the success, the win before moving on to the next challenge, the next goal that needs to be achieved or the next step in the process. So celebrate the wins, celebrate the success, even the small successes, because the small successes are stepping stones that lead to the big ultimate success. So refuse to quit, say I'm not going to give up I'm certainly not going to give up easily. I'm going to stick with this thing and I am going to see it through and that will work. Speaking of work, you cannot have habits of success without this one. Hard work, hard work. There was a study one time done of 100 successful people and They asked them, what are your secrets for success? And all kinds of things came up, you know, like the things we're talking about now. But here's the thing. There was one thing, one and only one that all 100 said. The only thing that was 100 for 100, 100 percent was hard work. Hard work is essential to success. There's no way around it. I mean, you can talk about your four-day work week. You can talk about work-life balance. And we can talk about all those things. But I'm telling you, it's it's going to take work. Taking short con- cuts could help you in the short term. But they won't get you very far in the long run. You have to work at it. Focus on developing skills that will benefit you. Put in the hard work necessary. There's simply no other way around it. I have experienced this firsthand. You don't get three college degrees, especially if you go to some very rigorous schools like I went to without an enormous amount of hard work, many hours spent in the library. There's just no other way. You don't start an organization from scratch. Probably the first five years I Um, I mean, I averaged at least 80 hours of work. I mean, you say, well, that's not worth it to me. Okay, well, then that's fine. I had a goal. I wanted to see it be successful. You know, if if you're not willing to work hard and uh, you lack the ambition, then reaching a certain level of success is going to be difficult, if not impossible. Nothing worth having comes easy. So, I mean, you got to focus on the effort, and then the results will follow. And if you if you decide, you know, it's just not worth it to you. It, by the way, just want to say, all the hours and all that stuff, ah, worth it, worth it, worth it, absolutely, positively worth it. Wouldn't wouldn't have changed it. Happy to, I did it, and um, did not suffer negative consequences, only positive ones. That's my experience. All right, the final habit is uh starting now you know like the reason to start is right now like looking for a reason no don't need to look for it you got your reason waiting for the right moment or the perfect opportunity will prevent you from getting going just get started it's just like having kids and many times getting married and other big things you know like well I'm waiting for the right time and waiting 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 you know like if you're looking for a reason to start working you don't need to look any further than yourself you have the tools you have the desire you have the goals you have the plan it's time to take action and make it happen There's never going to be a perfect time. Something could always come up. Don't wait for the stars to align. Just start. Have your goals. Start taking your steps. Work hard and you're on your way. You are on your way to that marvelous, marvelous, marvelous place called success. Now, again, success is a journey, right? It's not a destination. It's just the stops of success along the way. It's a marvelous journey, but success is the way to go. It, it, it will bring you the kind of fulfillment in your life. If you'll just practice these habits day in and day out, week in and week out, month in and month out, year in and year out, you're going to end up exactly where you want to end up. You're listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.